locked in with JD. We finna make a hit. I know y'all been waiting for me and Eddie to drop some picks, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Money Man Predictions podcast where money is made every freaking podcast, man. Man, man, talk to the people, Eddie. What we got this week? Man, you already know, bro, what is going on. We are here to talk about this this week's NFL slate. And so we're going to do something a little different for the fans, you know, give you some different perspectives, you know, for this week three. Since, you know, as these lines change, we got to adapt and change. So let's get to it. So how we're going to do this this week is we're going to do our – basically we're going to do our favorite five picks for basically kind of our super contest and give you, like, our breakdown of why we pick these picks, why we like them. And we might have some conflicting picks, so I'm interested to see what JD got as far as his picks this week. So shit, let's get to it, bro. I'm gonna let you go first. What's your top pick? Of this All right, week man. Three? So week three top pick. Uh, see, it's, it's a lot of going on this week. You know, we had the Ravens last week. Uh, you know, kind of. I mean, Lamar played the game of his life and still lost. You know, I just, I just don't understand how you do that, but. Hey, you think the Ravens will shake back? I wanted to pick them, but I'm 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 not I'm not gonna pick them. So my my solid pick, I'm gonna go with old Captain Kirk and Jay Jettles and D Cook. I'm gonna go with them. We're gonna see what they do uh, this week, man. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Vikings, man. I think they shake back this week. I got them at minus six. Uh, Pretty, it's a pretty good spread, two field goals. But, yeah, got them at minus six. Um, and I just think their offense will kind of like – I don't know. I think they're they're back for vengeance. Uh, Kirk didn't play that well. He never plays well in prime time. I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean you see, you see, you've seen his history. So, And Detroit, they're on a high horse. You know what I'm saying? We didn't expect the Lions to explode against Washington like that. And then they, they even let them come back. You know what I'm saying? Captain Captain Wentz of the Commanders, you know. You know what I'm saying? Let a little comeback and hey, the Lions was in trouble at home. So, you know, I don't I don't like the Lions in this spot because uh just because of the just the, I think the Vikings have a better offensive scheme. Um uh, a balanced running game as well cuz Washington, you know, they just don't don't be getting it done with uh Gibson. You know, they got Curtis Samuel, they got all these receivers, but you know, the Vikings are more more stable, more balanced on offense. So I feel like they're gonna wear Detroit down. They're gonna they're gonna take Hutchinson out the game. You know, they're not gonna let him wreak havoc on Captain Kirk. So I'm gonna go with the Vikings. That's gonna be my pick. They're minus six, and we're gonna roll with that. So yeah, Eddie, what's your what's your top pick uh for this week three? Man, I gotta say I like that pick, man. That was one of my that was gonna that is in one of my five you know, my favorite contest. So I definitely like that pick and I'm backing Captain Cook too after that bad <laughs> prime time. I mean shit. You gotta you gotta back Captain Kirk whenever it's not prime time. So Thanks. this is a big spot for the Vikings. I like exactly everything that you said about it. But my first pick overall for this week, Hayes, I caught the line at plus seven and it has drastically dropped as news came out about Justin Herbert. So mm. I am going with the Jacksonville Jaguars wow. plus seven as my top pick this week. And the reason why I like this pick is Jacksonville 
they had, they are really playing really well, especially that game last week versus the Colts. And, you know, a lot of people can say this is, you know, potentially a letdown spot for them. But in actuality, I feel like just it's too much turmoil with the Chargers coming in. Especially you see how even if Justin Herbert plays, you see how he plays without Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. It's really like the offense is not moving in full gear. And so that defense is impressive with Bosa and Mack. I'm scared for, you know, Jacksonville's life. But if if we get Chase Daniels to play, especially with that plus seven number, I still feel like you could run on this Chargers defense still. And so James Robinson has been impressive. And also they have Travis Etienne in the backfield. Mm-hmm. So And they also upgraded the offense. Like, you know, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones – it's a really it's a really fluid offense and Zay Jones has really been, you know, being a great fantasy sleeper. So that's another one. And Walker, I mean, they're fast rushing down the playbook with Allen and Walker on the other side. So it's gonna be real interesting to see this matchup. And I feel like seven was too many points. Uh even though the line dropped down to like three and a half, I don't know if I'll take the hook, but if Chase Daniels come if they confirm that Chase Daniels is playing. I'm definitely taking the hook because, I mean, even though he's a seasoned veteran, I still would rather have Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. He's a great coach. Shout out to ULM. But, you know, I think that's my number one pick for this week. (laughs) All right. Go ahead with your number two. All right. So, uh, hey, that was a great pick for the Jags, bro, because their roster is stacked, especially on defense. Yes. Uh, you got Shaquille Griffin and Tyson Campbell. And then you got that rookie Cisco who's like who's turning into a pretty, you know, a pretty solid player and on the back end. Well, I mean, it's his first year. Uh he he was a rookie last year, but this is his second season. But hey, uh you got Andre Cisco back there from Syracuse. So Jags might be man, Jags might actually win outright, honestly. But yeah, uh second pick. Uh my second pick. See, that's a tough one. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go to a hot team that y'all saw um, kind of show out the other night. I'm going to go with uh, Washington, you know what I'm saying, against the Eagles who showed out. You know, Jalen Hurts had the game of his life. He's at, you know, well, not the game of his life, but he had a pretty good game. You know, he led the team um, to a good win, you know, had a little rushing touchdown, powered into the end zone. I mean, you know, he did it at home. That's fine. But, look, you're facing a Washington team who had who played a sloppy game against the Lions but still almost ended up coming back. Like I said, they almost came back and beat the Lions. See, that's how those plays kind of tie in together. So, you got Washington Commanders at plus six and a half against the Eagles. It's a division game. I don't understand what people be talking about as far as, like, blowouts, if it's – playing a team that's not good or you're playing a team that's not consistent. If it's a divisional game, it's going to go down to the wire. I don't care how it goes. Something's going to happen. Like some wacky stuff's going to happen, especially in the NFC East, NFC least, whatever you want to call it. But I'm picking Washington plus six and a half. I'm going to stick by that. Uh, And it's an early game. I like Washington. I like the commanders in early games. Um, I don't really like the Eagles in this spot. Uh, just because, you know, Washington can still pressure the quarterback. They have a solid D-line. You know, they have a solid D-line. And, you know, I'm not really sold on the Eagles wide receivers because Jalen Hurts still has to get them the ball. 
So if you can if you can pressure Jalen Hurts and have him throw kind of early instead of you know kind of scrambling and running outside the pocket, you you might have a good day against him. So this Eagles team is still vulnerable. They're still vulnerable. So I will go ahead and take that plus six and a half. I'm locking that in for my pick too. What you got for that, Eddie? I like that. That's that's a that's a that's a good analysis on that game, and that's definitely you know a strong pick for sure. And back, especially a lot of people wouldn't want to back once anyway, especially especially how high the Eagles flew on Monday night versus the Vikings. Everybody loves <laughs> the Eagles now. So, yeah. you know, but speaking of flying, that leads into my second pick that I like for my second <laughs> round. And I'm going down south to Atlanta and I'm picking – the Atlanta Falcons, I got them at plus two. I'll still take them at the one that they have currently on our action sports network that we use. And I am going to lock that in as my second pick. I really like this Atlanta Falcon team, even though they're 0-2. They backdoor covered last week versus the Rams. And uh, like I said, this dude – this dude, uh, Marcus Mariota, is like the god when it comes to being in the red zone. If you get him into the red zone, he's able to score with either his legs. He's really efficient. And that 0-2 record is, I don't know, it's kind of faulty. And that, especially the versus the Seahawks was 1-1. One one. They won a damn emotional game versus Russell Wilson, who came in first game in a new system. So, yeah. Geno Smith played out his mind. You know, saying they ain't write me off because I ain't right back. You know what I'm saying? And like, trademarking it. Like, yeah, like, come bro, on, man. That, I mean, it wasn't that fire, son. Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't gotta, uh, you don't gotta flex that. So I feel like Gino doesn't play good this week. Uh, the Falcons got a nice secondary that is their strength. So if they're trying to target DK or Tyler Lockett, I see they're gonna let try to let Gino cook, quote unquote. That's what you know, uh, Pete. Uh, Pete Carroll said this these past this past week. So, but I really like I like the Falcons. I like Cordell Patterson. I feel like they they're trying to, they're going to feature Kyle Pitts because the coach came out and said, "Hey, you know he's blocking because our run we're trying to establish our running game, and that's something that is important because he's from Tennessee, the head coach from Tennessee, and so he used to be the offensive coordinator there. And so what do they do? They used to the ball with Derrick Henry. That's when Derrick Henry shot those big years. And so you see the jump of Cordell Patterson in this offense. And he's making plays, making leaps. Like he used to be a fucking receiver. And now he's a yeah. fucking running back. And he's it's like he revamped his career. Cause he I mean, you know, being a wide receiver, you don't take as many hits as a running back. But you're still, you know, he was a returner too. So he had, you know, people coming at 50 mile an hour trying to knock his head off. So you know, he, he's used to these hits. And so, like, with that being said, their kicking game is amazing. Young Ray Koo, shout out to him. And, uh, yeah, I'm locking in the Falcons as my number two pick. I feel like that's a good pick, man. I really don't like Seattle, honestly. Uh, as far as the offense goes, DK really be – I don't know. He be in his own element, bro. He be over in the sideline complaining – I don't know. Talking about this hurt, this here. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how Gino is on this high horse so bad. I don't get why he's like this. But 
if as you can see in that Atlanta Falcons game when they played the Rams, hey, Falcons look good. They don't they they really look their defense is not bad. Like they got some pieces to fill in. I mean, now you might not really notice a lot of, of people on the uh Falcons, but hey, they got some hitters on that team. You got AJ Terrell and hey, a sleeper, Casey Hayward. People understand that. Like Casey Hayward is a proven veteran who's helping out this young secondary. So you got pieces. You got Lorenzo Carter, who came from the Giants. You got you know, Rashawn Evans from Alabama, still a good player. So, Grady Jarrett. So, you got other players on defense that can help out. So, you know, then that leads to my third pick. Uh, um, this third or fourth? Am I third, 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 third. Got to be third. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, my third pick is, is going to be the Rams. You know, and I did watch that Falcons and Rams game, but – I seen how they ended that game, Jalen Ramsey with the interception. But when it comes to uh, this team, um, especially who the Rams are playing, coming off this emotional win, well, this tough win, I would say, uh, that Arizona had against the Raiders, I think Arizona might might be a little winded. They might be a little tired, man. They played a tough game. Like, they had to scratch and claw to win that game. They covered the Super Contest for us last week. Also, uh, you know, Kyler Murray scrambling around and getting that two-point conversion, doing it twice, and throwing it to A.J. Green, man. Uh, so, I, th- I think Arizona has a, obviously a letdown spot because they were not supposed to win that game. And they excelled so much energy, ex- exerted so much energy to get back in that game and then win. Rams going to run them crazy, man. Rams are refreshed after that game against Atlanta. They're going to be fine. That game really wasn't tough um, because, you know, they typically they typically play close games, you know what I'm saying? They like to rely on their defense at the end because, you know, Aaron Donald will show up and Ramsey will show up. So I like the Rams as far as the fatigue factor. Um, they're going to be a fresher team. They're going to be more motivated to play. Um, and they're going to go into Arizona, and they're going to beat their ass. Yeah, that, that three and a half is going to be smashed. Um, I, I, I predict them to at least win by a touchdown. Um, I really like the Rams in this spot, uh, and I think a veteran Matthew Stafford steps up and, uh, and really takes care of the offense while the defense just, I mean, just gives Kyler Murray hell. Like, I know these D-linemen don't like him, bro. I mean, hey. <laughs> bro, they don't like him, man. He's like a little mouse out there just running around and skirting around, bro. Like, and you can't tackle him. Yeah. Oh, you, you call him Mighty Mouse because the nigga's sturdy, man. He's sturdy. So, I mean, look, you got to – but you got to take the Rams in this. Kyler Murray, he, he's he, he going to fall off his shelf today. Well, Sunday. He going to fall off. So Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah, to take that Rams three and a half, man. Uh, and I feel like they're going to get their running game back going. You know, they're going to get back in the running game, get that play action going with Stafford, um, and get that pocket moving. That's all you need. And, you know, Stafford's going to deliver. So, And Cooper Cup, don't forget, Cooper Cup had a huge fumble in that Falcons game. Huge fumble that put them right back in the game. I mean, if he would have got that first down, game would have been over. But he fumbled the ball. And 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 hey, he was he was living on the sideline. You don't know what that dude does to players. That little fire in his ass. Oh, he ready. He's gonna go stupid. So another little side little side bet. Y'all might want to throw a little prop 
little prop bet on Cooper Cup. Over eight catches. Oh, he's going to go hard. 100 yards and a touchdown? You might as well parlay that. Because he, he, he's, he, he, he's going to make a statement. Because, you know, he know that was his fault. He was fighting for extra yards, fumbled the ball, put his team in jeopardy. But, yeah, Cooper Cup going to bounce back. And we're going to see the Rams tear them Cardinals up. Yeah, that's my, yeah that's, my, that's my third pick. But, yeah, what you got, what you got for us, Eddie? I like that. That was a real spicy pick. A lot of people <laughs> trying to pick the Cardinals. And, yeah, yeah. I, I like the Rams side of that. That's good. As far as Cooper Cup, I, I'm invested in Cooper Cup. He's like my franchise player in fantasy. So, I'm always about Cooper Cup overs because he's fucking amazing. I never – I didn't have him last year, but this year is like I'm reaping the benefits for sure. And Stafford yeah. keep going to him, man. But let's go to my third pick, man. My third pick, I am going to go ahead and lock in. I'm going to lock in Tampa Bay minus one versus the Packers. And that line is available uh, on action. So, yes. So, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I know that Mike Evans is out. I know that Chris Godwin is out. I know that, you know, this team has a lot of injuries and going through a lot because, you know, obviously the offseason shit with Brady, people are still making that a judgment. But this team is 2-0. and This team is resilient. Like, they're still covering the spreads. They have been covering these little close spreads all year, like versus the Cowboys, minus 2.5. They won 19-3. to It was an ugly game and whatnot, and they still won 19-3 with a big margin. New Orleans, it was an ugly game. They were down pretty much most the whole game, mostly the whole game, and didn't have Mike Evans towards the end of it, and still came through and won this game 20-10. to So I feel like they're, gonna, they're establishing the running game pretty well, and the Packers, I just feel like they're soft. They're not, a, they're not really a, a tough team. This team is really soft. They depend on their secondary. The secondary is really good, but I see Julio Jones questionable. This could be a vintage Julio Jones game, especially with Russell Gage still back there. And they just signed Cole Beasley, who is still a great receiver, still putting up numbers. Brady loves those little short Caucasian receivers and and loves to throw the ball to them, especially in the slot. So Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, you know, you can name the list goes on and on. You know, Scotty Miller now, shit. Right. You know, typical stuff like that. And this defense is still great. I mean, they still got Jamal Dean, Logan Ryan back there, Carlton Davis, and you know, they, they still have they still have good pieces. And I feel like playoff Lenny, Uncle Lenny's gonna go off versus this Packers defense. He's gonna <laughs> get some tough yards. In between the fucking tackles, strap him up. Brady's going to get a QB sneak for a first down and just fucking say, let's fucking go. It's their first home game. So they're ready. I'm, I'm fucking pumped. I'm about to run through the fucking wall for TV 12 this week. I love <laughs> this fucking game. I can't believe it slipped to number three. But yeah. there were so many good fucking games this week you could pick from. And so I'm locking this shit in. If you see the pat, you feel the passion, I would lock that shit in, you know, I see it. You know, uh, I would definitely take 
since we're throwing props, take uh, Fournette to score a touchdown. And, yeah, that's my take hey. on that third game. I'm not going to get we too just much got sauce. some live news, man. Hold on. We just got What's some live on? news right now as we record. Bro, Micah Hyde, Bill's star safety has been placed on injured reserve, man. Season ended neck injury. So, what a huge loss for the Bills. Um, man, that's going to be tough, man. He's really the quarterback of that defense. Yeah. The secondary, man. That's that's a tough loss. And they're yeah. already young as it is without yeah. Tredavious White being back yet. And they, he comes, yeah. hopefully he comes back after this week four because I know he was on that short-term IR. So, mm-hmm. this news is really crazy. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll just see. I mean, I might have something for this later. But, you know, I'm yeah. going to tease. Give a little tease. Yeah, Let's my, get, hey. go to your fourth pick, man. Facts, go facts. Ahead. Fourth pick. Uh, oh, and, and to get ahead of myself, y'all, for my last pick, I had the Steelers, and they kind of messed up stuff. So, we're not even going to get to that. But the Steelers, you know, I'm – I tried to back Tomlin, trusted them in prime time, but they ended up just having a shit show. So, hey, uh, that happened. But fourth pick, <sighs> this is a tough one. I really, I really wanted to back. Uh, I really wanted to back Ravens in this, and as I can see this news dropping. Um, I really also wanted to back the Dolphins against the Bills. But um, in this case, I hate that I'm saying it. In this case, I will take the Raiders. I'm taking Raiders minus two over Tennessee. Uh, Man, the Raiders got a good offense. I don't see anybody on the Titans defense other than Byard that can hold uh, Waller. And even Byard's not going to be able to hold him. Um, and as I was watching that Ray, uh, that Cardinals game, you know, Derek Carr is really good with these short passes. See, he's starting to throw these short passes up the seam to Darren Waller, and they get first downs. They eat up yards. Raiders eat up yards. But, um, you know, in the red zone, they'll throw it to Waller again. You know, he lost to Vontae Adams as well. But um, Josh Jacobs, he's a pounder. Josh Jacobs is a monster. I mean, well, my bad. They just acquired uh, Devontae Allen. My bad. They ain't losing. He's been on the team. But, yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs is a pounder. Don't nobody want to tackle that man. He gets. He's going to get about five, six yards of carry. Derek Carr, as long as he don't turn the ball over, Raiders always have a chance. Hunter Renfro had a, had so, a big fumble. Just like Cooper Cup. Renfro had a big fumble, man. Isaiah Simmons came and tattooed him. Dropped the ball, and there go Byron Murphy down the field for a touchdown <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Ending the game. So, I mean, hey, Hunter Renfro got something to prove. Devontae Adams is mad. He's angry. He's angry. I would also take his props, too. You know, tap into Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. It's just a little player prop action. But look. Darren Waller, he's going to get the job done. You know, getting paid that big money. You got Max Crosby on the other side. He's angry. The defense is mad about how they played against um, uh, little Kyle Murray. So, I feel that they're going to bounce back this week. Um, Jonathan Abram, he is a freaking monster. If when Whenever Abram comes down from that top safety spot and he comes and he, and he uh, sits down into the box, 
replacing that linebacker spot, he's a problem. Man, I seen him shoot through that hole, shoot through that gap, and tackle James Conner. Now, you know James Conner a bruiser. He's a monster. He's a load to bring down. Two, 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 two people got to bring him down. And Abram came in and just cleaned him up. He's tough. Like, he's getting better. He's getting better with reading defenses. Uh, then you got the, you know, you got the young guy from TCU. You got Trayvon back there, too, as well. Um, you know, he's getting better. So, I like the Raiders in this spot. I like their offense to be able to carry them over because when you look at um, – when you kind of look at Tennessee, they're one-dimensional, man. Tannehill is proven that he can't really get it to his receivers. Oh, yeah, Eddie, can you name me a, a Tennessee Titan receiver? Uh, well, I Did can, he... but Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks? Woods. Okay. But when you think about those receivers, do they do they ring a bell? They don't really – yeah, they don't pop off the paper to me, nah. They don't, okay. Hmm. Now, do you think the the not the average NFL um, the average game watcher would know who the Titans receivers are? Hell no, they wouldn't. No. I just know no. because of props. Yeah. Facts, facts, and bro, even the average person that watches NFL every week, name me three uh, Tennessee Titans receivers. They probably gonna say Robert Woods, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Then they might say Burks because they seen the draft. They got, what, Kyle Phillips. He's a rookie out of UCLA. You got Nick Westbrook. You know, he's from Indiana. Um, so all these players, you don't, you don't have any name from them. They even lo- they lost your boy. They lost um, John o. Smith. Like, how do you lose your only deep threat? You got yeah, Austin Hooper. Yeah, went to the page. You got Austin Hooper, man, and, you're, and your O-line is trash. You got LaJuan, but other than that, you have no one on your O line, so how is Derrick Henry supposed to even, you know, get through these, uh, these any the holes that he's supposed to run through? He's not exactly. He's not. Tennessee, bro. Tennessee is in trouble, man. That minus two is gonna get smashed. They're gonna get blown out because the Raiders are angry. They want that get back. You know, I like Kevin Byard. You know, I really like him as a player, but he 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 can't do anything. You know, Derrick Henry. We we seen what your Giants did to Derrick Henry. Yeah, he got his bell rung by um. What is what's what's that? What's his name? Uh, what's that linebacker name, man? Oh, Tay Crowder. Uh, Tay Crowder. I mean, toe him up, I, man. I, man, I'm sticking by it, man. That was one of the that was one of the best tackles. Uh, you know, starting off early season, man. I mean, took him off his feet. And out of Georgia. Hey, hey, they raising some monsters, man. So. So look, yeah, I'm I'm definitely taking the Raiders. That might that might be the lock of the day. Uh as I think about it, as we talk about it, I'm really liking the Raiders as we kind of look through what Tennessee has. But yeah, I'm gonna back the Raiders. I don't like Tannehill in this spot. Uh and look for Malik Willis to, you know, kind of take over soon. Um, because he gives him a, a running factor that Tannehill, you know, he's 34 years old. He's getting old. So people don't know that. People think Tannehill, no, Tannehill's old, 34. You know, he's getting up there. So, we're going to go with the Raiders. And, yeah, what you, what you got for your fourth pick, Eddie? All right. So, for my fourth pick, I was really, you know, thinking about either making this my fourth, fifth, you know. But with the injury news coming out 
for the Bills, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just hold my nose and take this Miami Dolphins team versus the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking mm-hmm. the Dolphins plus five and a half. I caught them in the contest of five and a half. You can catch a five still at most books. So, yes, I'm going with the Fighting Tua's versus Josh <laughs> Allen. And I I really, really – it's a really interesting pick, especially because they came back from – shit, almost down, like, over two touchdowns real quick and – Versus Lamar, it was embarrassing. Like mm-hmm. that game was crazy. They beat the Patriots earlier this in the season. Tyreek Hill looks explosive with this offense. This Mike McDaniel's offense is amazing. I love it, even though he claims he's like half black, which is like I don't even know. Astonishing how black, to me. But, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, hey, it's proof, but shit, it don't matter half black or not. I like the addition of Teron Armstead on this team. Uh, Xavier Howard is in this the defense side, holding it down, anchoring that backfield. I mean that defensive backfield, and I, I love Jalen Waddle doing the, the Waddle celebration. Bro, is the best celebration over. ever. <laughs> yeah, what? it is taking over the damn league right now. He is definitely a great running mate with. Tyreek Hill on the other side. I almost thought this was how gonna how Miko Hope uh Hardman should have been Thanks, used yeah. versus the Chiefs. That would have been crazy. Just have a track meet. But yeah. these dudes are fucking amazing in this humidity. And it's gonna be in Miami. That humidity is a big factor, especially in the September, October months. So I definitely feel like that's an advantage as they train out there so they know and they're going to be ready. And Melvin Ingram has been popping on tape whenever I watch, rewatch the game film and stuff and, you know, really analyze the games from last week. He just pops off the film like he's really rejuvenated his career in Miami. I don't know if it's the girls. I don't know what. Yeah. But Melvin Ingram looks good. Looks like the Chargers form back. And, yeah, I mean, Raheem Mostert is getting more touches and Chase Edmonds. They're, I mean, they're a real good duo. So, I definitely feel like the this this is a great pick. So, I love it as my fourth pick. Great value, and I'll get that in line, especially as the Jordan Proyer news comes out. So, I'll crop that line right now before as soon as you hear this. So, go get it. But yeah, so let's get our final pick of the of the uh, of the draft. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I had picked the Steelers, but I'm going to go ahead and just pick another one. Uh, okay. Since they were in a loss. But, so what I was going to go with last, uh, you know, well, I, I wanted to pick the Dolphins, but I'm going to go at a different route. Um, so looking at the slate, we got Bengals and Jets. I want to highlight that game. So, I don't know what it is about the Bengals' O line, but they're ter- they're terrible. Now I, you know, the Jets could be that uh, could be looking at a potential letdown spot, right? But you know, the Bengals they look they're so down. The only way they can go is what? So cliche, but anyway, <laughs> uh, that you mean? I mean, it's 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 
I mean, it's it's science. They have to go up. Like, there's no, there's no, there's they can't go any farther, any further down. Come on, like the offense has to produce more. Joe Mixon has to go off and uh, start just going stupid for this offense. The offense line has to make adjustments. It's the NFL. Teams make adjustments every week. It's not like they're just going to keep getting worse. Like, do, do y'all not remember what this team did last year? So, as I look at this, you say, oh, Jets have a nasty D-line. Jets got a nasty defense. Sauce Gardner can lock up Jamar Chase. I want to see that. I want to see that matchup. So, you know, I think they're going to come back for vengeance. Um, I don't know why. Well, I don't know why I want to do this, but I, I'm going to – this is surprising because of how I explained it. Y'all would think I picked the Bengals, but I'm going to roll with Jets plus six. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm going to do it, man. Let's go, New York. The Giants are doing good. The Yankees are going hard. Aaron Judge is going crazy. It's it's set up. Everything is aligning in New York. Everything is aligning. The football team and the baseball team, they taking over for them. For them sorry. For them sorry, Knickerbockers in the basketball team. So they they, (laughs) so they they they're they're taking care of the New York Knickerbockers because they ain't doing nothing. So I think, you know what? I think Jets going to put on for the city, man. They going to put on for the state. They going to put on for the city. It's at the Jets. It's an early game. You know, Ooh. Joe Flacco still slaying it. Bro, Joe Flacco still got an arm. Mm, true. And it's, another, it's another young receiver over there. Not the Waddle, but Garrett Wilson. He's a freaking monster. One of the one of my favorite young receivers to watch in this league. Garrett Wilson is a monster. The route running, the catching, the aggressiveness, the yards after catch. He must be learning from Braxton Berrios. Nah, I'm just playing. He brought that with himself. But look. <laughs> and then you got you got you got another player that the Tennessee Titans lost. Corey Davis. Corey mm-hmm. Davis coming in, coming in consistent, going hard, knows the offense. Joe Flacco slinging that ball. So, y'all, y'all, y'all need to watch out, man. All right, what's, what's the coach's name? Sala. I like, I like what Sala got going. You know, with the Jets, man. I like, I like what old Rob got going, man. He got them players fighting. He got them believing. He kind of reminded me when Bill Parcells went to the Cowboys and had them scrappy. He had that defense just, just buzzing around like little bees. You know, we had like. Uh, I remember we had, like, this player – I forgot what player we had, but all our linebackers, Brady James and them, would just run to the ball, all of them, back when we had prime DeMarcus Ware. That's what Sala reminded me of when he, when he got this Jets team. Because ain't no team going to battle back like that, man. It's the Jets. And you got old Joe Flacco? This man running for first downs, bro. Joe Flacco believing his team. Oof, yeah. Man, I thought he was about. Man, I thought he was gonna get turf toe when I seen him take off for that run, but he ain't <laughs> do it. Man, I think he only had about three attempts. He had about seven yards, but hell, he did yeah. something. But yeah, like, man, oh, y'all oh. go ahead. Yeah, y'all go ahead and lock out that lock in that plus six with the Jets, man. I'm gonna go ahead and take them. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That's what we doing today. Uh, 
Shout out to shout out to hey, we talked about uh we talked about Ashton Davis. We mentioned him. Shout out to Ashton Davis for the game winning interception. His first hey, play these, in the game. First play. Caught a pick. Caught hey. Caught a pick. So we gonna we gonna we maybe maybe we're gonna see him in the game more. So, you know, defense learning, you still got Mosley. You still got a quarterback in the defense, a linebacker. And then you add exhaust. When you, when you, when you, what happens when you add sauce to stuff, Eddie? What does it do? It tastes what? <laughs> it, get, it, it gets what? Better. better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's better. Well, it, ain't nothing dry out here. I need seasoning and sauce. Right, right. That's all we need. And the seasoning is Garrett Wilson. The sauce is Sauce Gardner. You, that's, that's what you need, bro. That's what the Jets need, and they got the pieces to build. They're tough. They're physical, and they playing like the nitty-gritty Jets that they're supposed to. This is what the old-school Jets fans like. So we finna see these Jets cover this week, you know, and if they don't, hey, y'all got me. But look, when they cover, I don't want to hear nothing. So, yeah, we're going to go with J-E-T-S. What you got for your fifth pick, Eddie? So my fifth and last pick. Man, I've just been salivating over these games, like thinking which one is the one that I'm going to pick for my last one because I want to go hard for you guys and give you guys – I want to give you guys a 5 and a week. So, with that being said, my final pick has to be – I'm going with the – I'm going to get and roll with the San Francisco 49ers over the Denver Broncos. I feel like this Sunday night football game is going to be a smash mouth game. It's in Denver. It's in the high altitudes. Most teams do not adjust to, you know, the altitude like that because usually they're not conditioned enough to – that's the adjustment you got to make whenever you're playing in high altitude because you have shorter breath sometimes. People with asthma has to get their, you know, their pumps in more, more likely in this game. And so, with that being said, the way the San Francisco 49ers play is they're a run-first team. They don't give a fuck who the fuck is in the backfield. They could have, you know, Elijah Mitchell who went down with injury, but now they have Jeff Wilson running in the backfield. You just picked up Marlon Mack. So they have running backs galore. It don't matter if they're mid or not. Everybody's popping off at least four or five yards of carry. Right. And because of that fucking offensive line. That offensive line is amazing. And I really feel like that's a big advantage in this game because they they definitely, you, you know, especially early on in the season when, you know, teams are still getting – players are still getting conditioned because they, they took off all summer, you know, bullshit and party, you know, living the life, you know, yeah. doing their thing. And so, especially George Kittle's coming back this week. That's a big boost for this offense. Jimmy G is a better quarterback than Trey Lance. So the Trey Lance experience was very bad. I feel like he should be getting more developed, get more developed, come back stronger from his injury, and, you know, be ready. Because, I mean, he has good tools, the tools to be successful. Mm -hmm. But this team is ready to win now. This is not a rebuild team. If they don't make it to the fucking playoffs, it's a disappointment. And so – they need to continue to build. And so Jimmy G is going to help this team and guide them to 
you know, at least the playoffs. And, you know, you never know what can happen because their tough style, their running ability is something that could transit, translate to late football, especially when the weather's bad and stuff. They could go to Lambeau and take games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, especially – or running indoor with a track – like a track meet. So, they had Debo Samuel and, you know, uh, Brandon Ayuk. So, I really feel like this is a good pick. Uh, Russell, other side, just to touch on the other side for a little bit. Uh, Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett looks very trash. I really feel like he's a good candidate to get fired at the end of the year. His timeout management really fucking sucks. And Russell is being misused. I mean, they're trying to let him cook. He got a fucking office in the facility now, like he wanted, like he's a fucking coach. Like, uh, what, what fucking player? I don't know if it's as common if quarterbacks get fucking offices, but please let me know, especially <laughs> if you're a quarterback and you're listening to this podcast. Let me know because just to shout you out, they're glad. But anyway, I'm definitely uh, going with the the 49ers. I love this pick. I feel like the ground and pound is going to work, especially with Kittle back. The play action is going to be crazy. Debo, Jimmy G can make the right amount of throws to win the game. So I'm riding with pick in this game so as we're you know as we're wrapping up the wrapping up the podcast is there any games that you didn't list in your five that you would like to discuss and you know give mm. a pick out for it? uh oh you had to see it well let's go on down to uh to this little um the Monday night game we got going, you know what I'm saying? We got the Cowboys and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> Giants are uh, favored right now. Um, I don't know how, I don't really know how to feel about that, actually. Um, some say that, you know, Cooper Rush is looking like a little Tom Brady. Was that, a, was that Skip? Did Skip Bayless say that? Who was that that said that, man? Somebody said he was looking like Tom Brady out there. I think it was Michael Irvin. It was somebody, bro. I don't know, but I don't know. I I think that Tony Pollard um, is really going to be featured in his offense even more. Uh, as they seen last week, what they do when they give him the freaking ball. Like, it, I don't know, bro. They be, the Cowboys be in the office. They be in the office every day. You at practice every day. You're doing football every day, and you can't make adjustments. You got to wait till the next game to make adjustments. So we'll see TP go off. Um, I mean, I know you mentioned that Thibodeau's coming back too, so it's going to be tough for us to kind of like, you know, deal with that with our makeshift offensive line. But, hey, they've been looking good in recent weeks, so we'll see what they're talking about. Um, But, I mean, I think – I think mostly if the Cowboys' defense can cause a turnover, you know, cause Daniel Jones to throw an interception, maybe Trayvon Diggs gets one, who knows. But as long as they can force, you know, Daniel Jones to throw the ball, you got to shut down Saquon. If you don't shut him down, then they're going to run all over you. But um, another player prop. I want to predict that Saquon will score a touchdown. I feel like I feel like he'll score either receiving touchdown or a rushing touchdown. So anytime touchdown, Saquon Barkley, you might want to lock that in. But um 
in that game, I'm definitely going to choose the Cowboys. I'm taking a money line. Uh, hopefully, people are going to, like, you know, buy into the Giants and make that line kind of push the minus two uh, just to give me a little more value to just put on that money line. But like Dez Bryant said last week in his tweet, he put a little bread on the Cowboys to beat the Eagles, and they came – I mean, the Eagles, the Bengals, and they came through. So – we gonna see, man. I, I think I think Dallas. I think Dallas will come through, man. I think we are gonna tell you little Giants up, man. So we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna have to see because I don't know <laughs> about that take because I don't know if I can trust Cooper Rush on the road, especially the Giants are having this whiteout. They're they they're they're really. I really feel like the community in New York is just sparking this team to do better. And with actual good coaching, you see what Daniel Jones could look like. And, you know, he is going to give up that turnover. I kind of say he's almost like Eli-like because, like I said, I used to say back when I used to play Madden fucking 14 and stuff when Eli was like in his, you know, air when I used to play Madden a lot. And this nigga used to throw picks all the time. But at the end of the game, he would start getting hot and make the right throws and lead his team to victory as, like, a comeback. So I feel like with Cooper Rush, I mean, the only thing I really see, like, the Cowboys have an advantage on offense is with Tony Pollard in the receiving game because I feel like CeeDee Lamb's going to get shadowed by Dory Jackson. He has been holding his own this year. He's been looking pretty well, especially with, you know, um, McKinney back there playing really good defense. He's really looking like a top-flight safety, finally. And the addition of Tony Jefferson is not being talked about because this dude in run support is amazing. This dude is top-flight in run support. We've been shutting down, you know, rushing attacks this year, and it's been really good. So I feel like Zeke Elliott is not going to get those yards that he, he, he usually gets versus the Giants, especially with with the, this makeshift offensive line that you mentioned. And, you know, I'm interested to see how this pass rush looks. It's Thibodeau's first live action. We're really going to see what he looks like on the field. He used, he had, he's shown flashes of him being, like, dominant. Obviously, he was drafted highly in his class. So, I feel like he's going to come out and have a big game. He has to come out and have a big game. He's been missing the first two weeks. So we've been longing for a pass rusher that we could come to and be able to depend on when it comes to sacks and being able to make plays. And so hopefully Oloja Lare plays this, this week and have both of them going against that offensive line. I really feel like that's going to be pretty good. I'm interested to see Andrew Thomas versus Michael Parsons. I feel like Michael Parsons is always going to make a play, but – I feel like this team with Brian Dayball is definitely freaking, like, resilient. And he's just, he's just a different vibe. You know, you could tell when, just like how you guys switched from Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy. It's a different vibe. So, you know, this team is definitely fighting differently. And we're being resilient and winning. And so I feel like a lot of these close games are leaning towards us. So, shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll my team. Fuck it. I mean, is there minus one? Shit, if they go to plus money, I'll be thankful. But I would just monitor the game. I wouldn't lock this line in until Monday to see what side where the money comes in on. So far, I see that Sharps are and the money is on Dallas. They have 67% of the money 
and 59% of the bets right now. So that's why that line shifted from minus two to uh, minus one currently. And so I definitely like, I definitely like Saquon's over receiving yards, I feel like. I feel like Saquon is going to make a big play on the, on the, in the screen game, I feel like. I feel like they're going to catch Michael Parsons rushing too quick, and he gets the ball off, and Saquon just runs up the sideline for a good 30-yard game. I'm predicting that. I think that over 23-and-a-half is, is too low for Saquon, especially in his passing usage. And Dayball is actually spreading them out, having them run real routes. And so I really – I'm going to back that too. But, yeah, I mean, shit, this is a good conflicting thing. And so I'm interested to see what happens in this game. And, and you know, we'll be able to debate and review it later. And, you know, we'll have more matchups like this too where we yeah, just thanks. both conflict. And then, yeah, I definitely feel like that's that's my side of it. So, shit, any other games that you feel like touching on? Uh... Uh, did we even did we touch on that Kansas City Colts game? I don't think we. No, we have not. Hmm. It's what was that? It's at five and a half, huh? Five and a half. Yeah, it's at zero. five. I think it went up to six yeah. in some places now. Mm. You know, it, it it seems like people are thinking you know the Colts won't be able to score against Kansas City. Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, how can you not go with that though? Because Matt Ryan looks terrible, man. Like, I don't know. Like he's like they, like teams are scheming up against Jonathan Taylor, and it's like if you can't run the ball and you got an eight man box, Matt Ryan is not like he's not he he. Hell, Joe Flacco looked better than Matty Ice. Mm-hmm. That's really my insight for today's uh, podcast. So if you guys would like to, you know, hear more content, get more data exclusive picks and all that, my futures bets for the year, please tap in with my uh, Instagram, Money Man Pips on Instagram. And yeah, and please like, subscribe, share this podcast. It's on Spotify. We're working on getting it on Apple. We're expanding and we're going to have some perspectives coming in on the show soon. So be tuned as we're, stay tuned as we're growing as a podcast network and we're going to have some more insights, more perspectives, and it's going to be real fun. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys, and have a great one. Have a great weekend. Let's cash some tickets.